Hey, hey, welcome back, team. How you doing out there, you ecological, biological, and zoological dust specs? How you doing, you reading, writing, and arithmeticking dust specs? How you doing, you cool, calm, collected dust specs? Welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Dust Specs, a show designed, hoping, trying, doing everything in my power to get you to see the awesomeness that is this universe, and therefore the awesomeness that is you. When you peel back the layers of reality, you can dive deeper and deeper into the weird, wild, wonderful world of awesomeness that is the thing that you call you, me, us, this life. That's you science, that's use curiosity, that's use passion, that's use enthusiasm to get us to think about the world around us and get us to think in a more positive light our lives, our days, our moments here on this planet. So last week we talked about carbon, the carnivorous life form. Carnivorous, that's not right, that's the plants. We There's carnivorous forests, they're big, they're huge, they're taigas, there's the tundras, there's a lot of cool ones out there. Actually do a massive amount of photosynthesis. People don't give the pine trees enough credit. They're like, oh, Christmas tree. Speaking of Christmas trees and theology, happy Easter to all my theological listeners out there. Hope you enjoyed some good old Easter festivities, some eggs and some ham. I had delicious ham family mom cooked it up cooks in a brown paper bag it's amazing check it out it works so we talked about carbon the fact that last week we're this carbon-based life form and it was really fun to dive into that it's one of those concepts and sayings we say all the time in science and we know we're carbon-based life forms we're like what does that even mean now you know it's the icky sticky chassis it's this chassis of elemental stuff that holds a lot of the stuff together and what we're looking at we're going to go into depth on this a little bit today and i think i'm going to break this down i'm going to just keep going with this flow of ideas mainly because it's kind of what we're talking about in my biology class in high school but it's just an awesome thing and what you are what you get to be in on a bio on like a elemental sense you're made up of four biological molecules there's the proteins with their little monomers of amino acids there's the nucleic acids the dna and rna which are made up of these tiny little nucleotides there's the good old fats the enemy that everyone thinks is bad it's not bad it's amazing i'll do a whole episode on fats in a little while here and uh, the carbohydrates, the good old sugars of the world, made up of their monosaccharides, ditri, all those different kinds of saccharides, the sugars that are out there. But at the core of these biological molecules are the elements, these tiny little things that are out there, these little atoms that stick together and share and covalent and ionic bonding to make up all the stuff that you are. And these amazing elements, like I've said in almost every single episode, because it's so epic, is made up in the cores of stars. So we're talking about carbon, nitrogen, and oxygen, which actually has its own you know cycle in the stellar evolution called the cno cycle the carbon nitrogen oxygen cycle how all these elements are made up and it's made in big stars really hot epically awesome amazing amazing stars all right and it seeds the universe with this it seeds the gas clouds and our little gas cloud in the orion nebula collected all of these amazing elements about five billion years ago as it formed up with all most of it huge amount of it the real light wispy stuff going into the good old sun up there and the rest of the craziness being trapped on this little tiny planet epic teeny teeny tiny amounts I'll say it really quick just because it's super cool. So you took 100, if you took the Orion Nebula, the gas cloud that it was that formed up all this that is today, it's 100 times greater than the solar system is today. And, you know, Voyager just reached interstellar space traveling at 35,000 miles per hour, give or take, and it left in 1971 and just reached the outer boundaries of that. Times that by 100 in the circumference of a sphere, and that's how much matter it takes to form up the solar system. 99% of that matter is found in the good old heliosphere, the good old sun, a huge, greedy guy up there. 822,000 of these planets that fit on us can be there. 93 million miles away, light traveling at 180 miles per second still takes 
8.2 minutes to get here. That's how far away, that's how big it is. So that leaves 1% left over to form up all the amazing awesomeness that is the solar system. 75% of that 1% forms up into good old Jupiter, a wonderful, awesome goalie that protects us most likely, a pretty awesome planet. Leaves a tiny fraction of percentage to make up all the etc. Planets, asteroids, Earth's life's art, music, sadness, wonder, awesomeness. Yeah, think about that. Love. Eh, we'll get into that some other time. It gets a little too woo-woo. I can't quite put that into a terms, get that from my brain into the ether of this microphone without sounding like a lunatic, but I'll try one day. You know, like, did love come out of the Big Bang? I don't know. But... On this planet, this icky, sticky, cool planet that is what it is, this earth, this life, this awesomeness that we have, it's just made up of this stuff. These pro- these these biological molecules, these elements formed up into the proteins, the nucleic acids, the lipids, and the carbs, and that's what forms us up. And we talked about that last week with the carbon cycle, how the carbon that gets in you. And all of this stuff is like in the atmosphere, the carbon and the nitrogen. The phosphorus we're going to talk about today is actually found up in the, it's in the lithosphere, it's in the rock layers of us. But this stuff that's in the the atmosphere is we needed to be biological available. We needed to be able to be manipulated and pulled in. And who does this for us? No one else but our weird, wild, wonderful plants and bacteria. So the carbon cycle was what we talked about last week. This amazing carnivorous thing, this carbon cycle that just flows in and out of all things. And it's what gets you into what you are. At the building block, every single, every single biological molecule, every single one, guys, has carbon, has hydrogen, has oxygen in it. The tiny little ones are in different ones. But a big one that really plays a massive role is nitrogen. Nitrogen is an amazing thing. Nitrogen is 78% of the air that's in our, that's in, of the air, of the atmosphere that's around us, but it's not usable. Then you have the phosphorus, and phosphorus doesn't get enough play. Phosphorus makes up the backbone. It makes up this backbone of all of our DNA. The DNA and RNA has a phosphorus, phosphorus, a sugar, and a nitrogen base at its core. The phosphorus is also the P in ATP, adonine triphosphate. It's the energy, the stuff that makes me me what I am. Remember, we had that energy episode. That was a fun one a little while back and it's also the phospho in the phospholipid bilayer this amazing cellular lipid bilayer two layers that can regulate what goes into and out plus it's like a super fun word to say it doesn't just have like swagger to it like phospholipid i just feel like you got to say it with like some weird accent when you say it but it's awesome so the phosphorus and the nitrogen play massive roles you know three percent of our body is nitrogen one percent of our body is fight is phosphorus but what that's so, why that's so important why is the nitrogen there where do we get it we get it from our food Everything we get, guys, we get from taking stuff and shoving it into our face hole, putting it into this hole in my face, masticating it, chewing it up, swallowing it, and my body just doing what my body do. I just take it in, and my body's like, you know what? I got this. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll break it down. I'll use it. We'll make some energy. We'll make some building blocks. I'll make some stuff. And then in the byproduct, the end result, all you got to do is sit on a toilet and poop. You just, it's all you got to do. Just keep putting stuff in my face hole. I'll make the poop and the pee, and I'll take care of the rest in the min. And you're like, thanks, body. You're the best. And you should. I just gave my body a high five. See? Self yeah so you got to get this thing going and this is why this is such an awesome thing and we don't get enough reps the elemental thing the thing that gets me to be why i'm standing here sitting in this chair as i am today we have nitrogen at the core of all amino acids and i'm sure you know this right because it's the central dogma of biology there's only 20 amino acids in the entire known biological world and that 20 amino acids makes up the weird wild wonderful array of all things life all things life is a collection of amino acids linked together to form up protein Those proteins make structures. Those structures give you functions. Those functions allow you to live. The structures don't give you the functions to live. You die. 
you're eradicated. 99% of all life that's ever existed on this globe has no longer had a protein structure that allowed for the function to get them to survive, and they were eradicated from the awesomeness that is Earth. My kids always talk about, they always love these violent shows, right? Like Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, all, all these amazing, they're great shows, I love them. But we love this violence, and there's nothing more violent than nature. If you can't survive nature, you can't survive the zombie horde that is ecology. Nature will eat your brains. Nature will eradicate you as a species, not just an individual. It's like a wiping out of the entire species of the globe. An amazing thing. The 35 million species that exist. Species. There's 7 billion of a singular species of Homo sapien. So it gives you a crazy amount of the, it gives you an idea of the biosphere. That 35 million is only 1% that's ever existed. And that's because they have the proteins. Where do they get the proteins? Is it, They get it from ingesting it. How does the body know what to build? They know it from their DNA and RNA, the nucleic acids that are made up of phosphorus, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, allowing us to link up those amino acids that are made up of the hydrogen, nitrogen, carbon, and oxygen. The amine is the nitrogen, all right? That's just awesome. The backbone of all DNA, the backbone of the double helix itself is the phosphorus. And then the lipids and the carbs allowed us to build and energize the system that is what we get to be. We get this nitrogen from this awesome thing that is the nitrogen cycle. Since 70% of the air out there is actually nitrogen. I'm not eating it. I'm not ingesting that into my core, into what I am right now. I need, need, I need homies. I need friends. I need the biological world to help me kick it and help me live. You need to give plants and bacteria some rep, not just the bacteria inside you or the salad that I just ate for dinner that were plants and bacterium. These things in the cycle are amazing. So this N2, this ni- atmospheric nitrogen that's out there has a triple bond. It's really strong. Our body can't quite take it in. That's where the plants come in. That's where the plants and the bacteria play a role. There are special bacteria in the soil called nitrogen fixation, nitrogen fixating bacteria that allow for nitrogen fixation. I'm not going to get too crazy with this, but nitrogen, atmospheric nitrogen cannot be used. This, this atmosphere, this nitrogen needs to be pulled into the soil, into the water, and then be taken up through what a special type of root that has bacteria infused into it. It's actually the legumes, the beans. So the more you eat, the more you toot, the more nitrogen they eat, the more atmosphere, the more readily usable nitrites and nitrates and ammonia we can get into the soil because those are the usable ones. Those special bacteria have this nitrogen genesis, genesis. It's a specialized bacteria that allows them to snap that bond. A triple bond is strong. It's really strong. It's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold's not even that cool anymore. I kind of like that dude from uh, Game of Thrones. What's that guy's name? The Mountain? That dude was a beast. Anyways, or Kovalev, Dmitry Kovalev, you're in the CrossFit world out there monsters froning we'll give you some props you're pretty ripped too so these bacteria these nitrogenases that allow them to break the bonds also can pull it in what also pulls it in is lightning the atmospheric will actually be pulled into and that lightning that bonds will be snapped as the lightning drives the nitrogen into the soil and once this is in the soil once the nitrogen the atmospheric then ammonia mainly nitrates and nitrites and in case you don't know this is just fertilizer that's what fertilizer truly is it's a bioavailable form of that atmospheric nitrogen. And once it's there, once it's kicking it in the soil, it's just a part of the food chain. These bacteria and these plants and these roots will uptake it into themselves because plants need DNA too because all life is connected. All life. All of it top to bottom, side to side. The weird, wild, wonderful thing that is the biosphere of this planet all is formed up of the same four biological molecules, maybe not used in the same exact way, but they're all present. So once this nitrogen is in there, it's ready. It's flowing through the, it's thrown through the ecosystem. It's through the food web, through the pyramids, up 
upwards, downwards, side to side. The plants up take it, and they're like these little storage devices. They're like little Lego chests, and you can eat the Lego chest, ingest those Legos into you, and you're amazing awesome, wonderful machine that you get to call me and you, this body, will take it and will break this stuff down and do the things that it do, and it will just do it, and it'll build you, it'll repair you, it'll energize you, it'll allow you to walk, talk, think, and feel through this amazing, wonderful world, and that's what ecology connects us to, that's what it binds us to, that's why the, that's the sciencefulness of this, you know, that's the amazing mindful side, and why science gets me stoked is because of these things, what makes me happy to think about that this nitrogen has been here for 5 billion years riding around, running around this planet and these amazing things that I can't live without. I need the plants. I need the bacteria and they need me and it and us on this infinite globe. And they're going to just rip it through and it's going to continue on going up the plants, down the plants, decomposers, animals, plants, heterotrophs, autotrophs, eating and pooping, eating and pooping, decaying, multiplying or dividing continuously. And then there'll actually be a special another type of bacteria that we'll call denitrifying bacteria that will take the bioavailable nitrogen and it will turn it back into ammonia. It'll, I'm sorry, atmospheric nitrogen. Turn it back into that N2, release it up into the soil, and the circle of life continues because it's a cycle. It's always a cycle, which leads us into the phosphorus cycle, another very, very valuable one, kind of simpler. This is what we call the lithosphere, which is the core, with the crust. It's like the rock layers of our planet. And there's actual bacteria again. Of course, there's always bacteria. You're the bomb. Keep it real. Bacteria are amazing. It's only 4% of bacteria actually hurt us. The rest are vital. You can't live without them. So the lithotrophs is what they're called. These bacteria actually are allowed, they kind of make the phosphorus available, pulling it out of the rocks, and then it gets dissolved into waters and the decomposers and the plants and the animals and the decomposers, the plants, the animals, decomposers, the cycle, the cycle, the cycle. Pulling this phosphorus into these plants, into the things that get eaten by the plant eaters, and the phosphorus will permeate, will rebuild, will replenish, will continue on and on and on. The phosphorus actually gets into a lot of water, and it's got a pretty cool ride. They, they say that some phosphorus elements could spend upwards of 100,000 years trapped in a singular water cycle, in a singular thing as it goes through the plants, the algae, the fishes, on and on and on. And these two things are what fertilizer is. And fertilizer is amazing. There are a wonderful array of, it's just an awesome process. And I, I always give props to these podcasts. And there's actually great size shows. I'll link both of them in the show notes at beautifuldustspecs.com. But they had a great SciShow on this, about this man. And then the Radiolab does an amazing episode on a guy named Fritz Haber. He does a thing that's called... I mean, I'm sorry, he discovered a thing that's called the Haber process. It's how we make synthetic fertilizer. At the time when this went in, he won Nobel Prizes over this because we were overpopulating the amount of food production that we could make. You know, this is called carrying capacity. We'll talk about it later on and we get into some of the impacts of being a human on this planet. The carrying capacity was coming to a, a maximum. We were reproducing faster than we could make fertilizer to make food. So what he did, he actually figured out a way to synthesize it, to put it under pressure and literally got an ammonia drip. And this process is so readily available that sci that uh, that the Radiolab episode talks upwards of 75% of the nitrogen that is in you, that builds you, that makes you, is actually 
from synthetic fertilizer synthesized through the Haber process. But this dude's got like this crazy dark story where he's like part of World War II. He ends up kind of being a mad scientist and the Jewish and the German Nazis and it's crazy. I really don't want to listen to like ruin it because you should totally listen to it. It's called The Bad Show. Radio Lab The Bad Show. I'll try and find the link and I'll link it to you. It's it got me stoked. It was probably the first episode of a podcast where I was like, whoa, it's kind of crazy. Like I remember I got into podcast because I bought the Chevy Volt, which is an epic car. I should do a whole episode on in itself. Thanks, Chevy. You're not repping the car enough, though. People need to know more about it. The car is amazing. I've owned it for three years, 120 miles per gallon. Ugh, awesome car. And it had the sti- it had Stitcher uploaded to it. I was like, all right, cool. Now the new one, if I actually might upgrade it to 2017, actually has Google or uh, Apple Play in it, and the podcast app is right there. But anyways, sorry, I digress. This podcast really got me going on the podcast world. This story was so amazing, and Radiolab told it in such a great way that I was like, dang, this is awesome. But it's a kind of a different story, but that's where we are. That's where we're at here. We now live in these ecological cycles, and most of our our fertilizer, our nitrogen, and our phosphorus in our body come from these synthetic fertilizers. Humans figuring out ways to manipulate the ecosystem to sustain an ever you know rapidly epically expanding you know exponential growth curve that is the human population. But let's not focus on that for now. Let's just take in this carbon, this nitrogen. You know, the oxygen cycle is really photosynthesis, which we already did an episode. You know, the carbon, the nitrogen, the oxygen, the phosphorus, elements formed in the crucibles of creation that are stellar bodies, that are these stars. Now they get utilized. Every single part of the six kingdoms of life, plants, animals, uh, protist, fungus, you bacteria and archaeobacteria all working together, all playing these vital roles in getting these things into what we call biological ready, biologically available molecules. And that's what you are. You get to be a thing that gets to ingest food, that gets to intake stuff into your face, and it builds you the carbon, the nitrogen, the phosphorus that make up the biological molecules, the proteins, the nucleic acids, the lipids, and the carbs that are you are collections of this. And your DNA tells the body is built of these elements and it tells the body how to link up the proteins to pretty much continue to utilize the carbs and the lipids to energize the system and this system gets to be the thing that you are it gets to connect headphones to your face and drive to work to go integrate with the world and create a better place than it was tomorrow you get to be the thing that you are because you're a machine built of legos that have been put into your system that have been utilized and synthesized and manipulated and changed in this ever-expanding ecosystem that is earth that is this ecology of awesomeness. That's why ecology is just the most amazing topic in all of biology. It tells us, teaches us, shows us that we're all connected to the world around us, that we can't live without the stuff that is there. If your bacteria died inside you, it's like a three-pound ball of bacteria inside your gut passed away and was eradicated, you wouldn't live. You could not digest the food that you were there. And then if it permeated throughout the rest of the ecosystem, all the bacteria go. You're not getting nitrogen into the soil. The plants don't get nitrogen. The plants die. They can't do photosynthesis to take the co2 and turn it into o2 and also create the carbohydrates to build the things that you are life ceases that's the wonder of this whole thing you know that was the crazy ideas of this and that's just amazing when you think about all of the life on this planet has this stuff in common has these amazing things in common with humans being at the pinnacle of it and people really argue this and it's a wonderful thing to comprehend are we the greatest thing out there be i think we are i truly do because we can do this stuff because i can write on a dry erase board my thoughts feelings and emotions of this black box that is this self-talking mind and spit it to you through the technology and permeate it throughout 
about the ecosystem, hopefully getting it to resonate with you, that you get to be this thing of this collection of biological molecules made of elements that have been here for thir- the, the chassis of those elements have been here for 13.7 billion years. Every single molecule, elemental atom that is inside the thing that you get to call you has been on a journey, y'all, has been kicking it through the cosmos, through the ecology, getting it to finally be food that you shoved into your face and you chewed it and ate it and enjoyed it. Hopefully, hopefully you're enjoying your food, not just mindlessly eating. You put it into your system and it builds the system. It builds the machine that is you that gets to be on this planet for a teeny tiny little portion of existence. And in that portion, we utilize, we manipulate, we change, we take our proteins and we take these structures and functions and integrate them through the world to make the world a better or a worse place. And that's kind of up to you. But that's the science. That's the ecology. That's the wonder. That's the awe. That's the thing that gets you stoked. And when you study science, you see that you're not alone in this world, that you can't live with anything. Your dinner, your breakfast, your lunch, your snack, your coffee, all of these things are elements you're going to put into your system that's either going to give you building blocks or give you energy or give you building blocks to synthesize, to make the and create and utilize the energy awesome. A tiny little creature built from stuff created in stars, energized by starlight, floating around on a rock around a sun in a galaxy in a universe. Boom, boom, boom. Live in it, people. You're amazing. You're awesome. You're an ecological wonder. You are the greatest, grandest, wonderfulest thing out there, and I'm hoping this show is getting you to see, feel, and understand this, that you study a science just a little bit, 20 minutes a week with me, 30 minutes a week with me, seeing, motivating you, knowing that when you're down, you're out, you're bummed, you're this thing. You're an ecological ecological wonder of elemental atoms sitting here being the thing that you get to call you so laugh more cry more smile more frown more just do more enjoy more be more and just really really enjoy the ride people because the ride is awesome and the ride is fueled in a collection of ecological awesomeness that is this thing that we call life on this planet that we call earth so enjoy the ride homies hope you have a great wonderful week you beautiful dust specs Now I pause for effect, and I have to say, now I can actually say that this podcast is actually brought to you, not brought to you, it's utilized, I was accepted into the Audible affiliate program, which is really cool because I can now offer you guys a free 30-day trial and one free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com forward slash beautiful specs. And if you do that, you get to download a free book. I have utilized Audible since I started podcasts. I think I use Neil deGrasse's Star Talk or maybe Radiolab for my my Audible free trial. Audible's amazing. It's got a lot of people. Most podcasts actually drop this because it's they support us. They support the podcast movement, which is awesome. But it allows you to integrate knowledge into your brain. Take free time that's normally used for like whatever music you're listening to, and you can integrate books. You can download Harry Potter. Download if you haven't listened to Harry Potter, people. Oh my God, enjoy the ride and download the Jim Dale versions. The amazingness that is the Jim Dale audiobooks will blow your brain. It's a oh, oh I. I envy you if you haven't read Harry Potter. A wide array, a plethora of amazing nonfiction stuff that's out there. You know, it's like a, uh, the 10% Happier book. I'm sorry, I'm Dan Harris. I'm spacing on his name right now. Just, I don't need to name all the books. If you ever want to know, drop me a line on any of the social media ways that we can get in touch. And let me, I'll let you know. I'll drop you some, drop you some knowledge. We can, we can share some book ideas and I'll give you some things to try out your free trial with. So, also, try and reach out to me. If you like this, if you're digging it, shoot me a message on either 
your Twitter at at the underscore science pro, my college nickname. You can also find me on Instagram at beautifuldustspecs.com. I'll link a, a, a little image to this web, uh, episode. You can find me on SoundCloud. I download this to iTunes, Stitcher, and also SoundCloud. You can comment right there on it. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash beautifuldustspecs. It's got its own little page. I'd love to hear what's going on. And also, as always, the blog, the, the kind of the focal point, the show notes, all that at beautifuldustspecs.com. And you just click on episode 13, which will be some kind of weird title about nitrogen. And as always, please, 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 if you haven't yet, drop me a rate and review on iTunes. Not to make me famous, just to get this out there, just to open up the possibilities of me integrating with greater, grander minds to all learn and continue this conversation going. So, and you guys are listening out there. I love you. Thank you so much for trying. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying science for a minute. Enjoy the rest of your week, you beautiful dust specs.